Tuesday, March 22nd. Oh man, we are going to be talking about some tunic. We're going to be talking about furry game controllers. What the hey is going on in Xbox these days? Everybody, everybody gets a TV show. Whether you're Halo, Plague Tales, everybody gets a TV show. But first, I'm here with my faithful co-host, Sean Abbott. Sir, how are you doing today? Um, I'm good. I'm really good, thanks. Um, busy couple of days. Did some fire training, uh, cleaned the garage out. Lindsay had a DIY project over the weekend, so kind of cleaning up the back of that. But yeah, pretty good. Um, not played much Xbox due to the fact that, uh, you know, the guys over at the Dads After Dark have now started some crazy world tour, kind of actually with the new Mario Kart trucks. Um, so I've kind of hijacked into that. So yeah. Yeah, I know they got you. They apparently got everybody. I, I asked. I was like, "Is anybody still playing Tunic, or is it just like me?" And the, and Tim was like, "I'm playing, you know, when when I'm not trying to get better at Mario Kart." I, I listen. I joined one Mario Kart journey when I thought I was good. When I thought I had some idea, at least average, not maybe good, but at least average. And then, like, as the scores started to roll in, I was like, "How did you even get that score? That's not even that's not even physically possible." So. Kudos yeah. to all you people that make those amazing scores. They're not they're not something that I can do. Um, so I'll just stay out of this one. I do wanna I do want to get on the new tracks that dropped with uh, with the kiddos. That see, it's fun to do with the kiddos because I feel cool because I feel like I'm still good and for a little while. Like, <laughs> before long, no yeah. Emily and Logan got on them today and had a really good play with them, which was quite fun to watch. They were really excited. So. Yeah. How are you doing, man? How's it going over at your end? Hey, things are things are great over here. We uh, celebrated St. Patty's Day at my mom's. It's always a big event. We do boiled dinner. Um, love doing love doing that. So we did that on Saturday. On Friday, um, uh, I worked for Habitat for Humanity. So we uh, we had a big open house. I made some horrible life decisions. Some horrible life decisions, Sean. I had cookies that I had to pick up for this open house, like. And the open house was like 30 minutes away. I had like nine dozen of these things in the car. And so these are, these are, we have a place here called Yoder's Country Market. It's run by like this awesome Amish dude. They make cookies that are amazing. Um, I want to have crumble cookies that, that, the, that the end dads keep talking about just to like compare them to our, to our Yoder's country market cookies which are fantastic but anyways on that 30 minute drive i had three of them and let me tell you man it was not a good it was not a good life decision my stomach my stomach didn't appreciate it nothing appreciated it so um yeah that's i i cannot consume cookies like i could have when i was a younger yeah. lad that's what I, <laughs> I, I was like that on friday we went and watched um we watched the batman at the cinema uh, we took Jay with us, the eldest. Um, I had like nachos, the jalapenos, the cheese. I had the whole lot in the cinema. And then a packet of popcorn. And then we went for a Nando's chicken afterwards. So I had spicy chicken. <laughs> and, then, and then on the way home, Lindsay had found this like home baker that bakes out of her own house. Um, and she makes these things called brookies. Oh, yeah. Brownie cookies. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> I'll dig into a box of those all day long. I ate two and a half of those. <laughs> 
<laughs> so like by by like eleven o'clock Friday night, I'm sat on the sofa and I'm like, <laughs> no man, it's like oh I've made bad decisions. Oh man, let me tell you. But uh, yeah, yeah, brookies are are super good. Are you uh, are you a big uh, wings fan? Do you like chicken wings? Uh, yes. If I yeah, anything chicken, chicken. Yeah, uh, just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I I absolutely love. Uh, absolutely is is buffalo wild wings a thing in the uk or yeah we, we you got your own we, version we, of it that's like no, we have buffalo franchised but wings place here so we have tgis which kind of like want bases themselves on all things american um and they do two options they do the boneless chicken wings and then they do just normal chicken wings and we have like it's the whole jack daniels spicy sauce and stuff like that so, yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. My, I have changed from when I was like in college and high school. Um, one, I used to be like boneless wings. They're ridiculous. Blah blah blah. Now that's all I want. Like, just give me the boneless wings. I don't want to deal with the bone anymore. <laughs> I just, you know. But, but when I was in like high school, I'd be like, oh, look, you're not eating a wing. You're eating like a chicken nugget. That's what I used to say when I was. Now I'm like, that's cool. I'll eat my chicken nugget. I absolutely love it. Also, um, I used to get like the suicide wings, like those that are like ridiculously hot. And now I'm like down to medium, basically. I'm like, I just, I just keep drop. I feel like as I get older, I just keep dropping the heat more and more. Did you like? I used to watch, I used to absolutely love watching Man vs. Food. That was like my thing to watch. He was amazing. And that's all I ever wanted to do is come to America and just follow his footsteps and eat what he ate. Because <laughs> so, you guys do food, you guys, like restaurant-wise, you guys do food far better than we do here. I mean, it's, I have to drive a good 45 minutes to an hour to find a, a, like a restaurant that would do something on par to what you guys would be be doing and it would have it would cost me the earth as well so well we're getting close to costing the earth at this point trust me after the pandemic at least <laughs> um so we're we're almost there on that but i will say yes we do we do fast food great and uh my waistline shows it so there you have it that's the thing um <clears throat> so let's rock out uh let's rock out some actual news i think we've i think we've hit our food quota for the for the week sean i think we've, we've <laughs> yeah i just wanted to make sure hammer and, hammer and johnny got hold of it because he's already pointed out that i've covered up the shiny so thanks very much for that. <laughs> um so man we have a bunch of like smaller top stories nothing huge but first i know you're a sonic guy you know they just they're they're advertising the mo- movie that you can now have sonic free controllers are you in or are you out? No, I get it. I, I could get it that it'd look good to display. Mm-hmm. So if it was just the shell and it had an LED light that kind of took one battery to light up and stuff like that, you could put it on a shelf, look great. But to physically sit and hold that thing, I get sweat like I get sweaty pounds playing Tunic and having those, some of those battle scenes like Battle Pass and Tunic. That controller would be wet and then it would smell. And I can, can't really imagine you can take the fairy off and clean it. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a great point. Be like, I need to go wash my controller, you know? That, that, I mean, I feel like yeah. it, needs to be, it needs to come off. But I feel like also if it did, it would never look the same again if you put it in the washer or the dryer. No, um, you'd have to blow dry it, you know, condition it, brush it through. No, it's too much effort. I have no hair, so I don't want to do that. Yeah. Could you see if you were up on the couch and you're just like brushing your controller? Oh, you're, my wife would like, would, would just like never let me live it down. Like, 
I'm just making sure my my. She'd be like, "Why don't you brush your own hair every once in a while?" <laughs> That'd be great. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's obviously not. I mean, some people are gonna play with it for sure, but it's obviously meant to display more than anything else. Um, and I don't really know these costs the regular cost. Hey, I've gone muddy. People were trying to figure this out. I don't know. We don't know what's going on with this video cam. We will try to work with it. We'll figure it out one day. Um, uh, do we, for those of you listening, my video camera randomly just decides to go blurry. So that's, that's what yeah. you're lucky. You don't have I to, guess you don't have to look when, at when Nick, the best thing when, when Nick's talking and if you're ever listening to us on podcasts and don't ever actually watch the, the live or the, the YouTube, Nick gets quite animated when he talks and moves backwards and forwards a lot. <laughs> so what kind of happens is his webcam as fancy as it is kind of goes, uh, and just, <laughs> and then all of a sudden works <laughs> yeah, or, yeah no, idea. no idea how this works i am half italian i talk with my home my hands a lot so you know my arms my whole body whatever i don't even remember what i was saying anymore anyways whatever yeah there's fairy controllers or no we will not be you know the film i can't wait for the film but the controllers seem a bit too much and we don't know when the games do we know when the game's coming out um, I think it was teased Sonic? for like Q2, Q2, but I could be wrong. Of this year, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I, yeah, I, I hadn't. I mean, I, I watched the trailer, but I don't. Um. Anyway, so moving on. A Ghostbusters multiplayer game this year has been, re- not released, but rumored to be released. Are you in? Yeah. Are you out? What would you think? Re- reading about it, yes. It's like Left for Dead, but with Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. How much fun will that be? Yes, yeah. you know, online multiplayer, a couple of guys or gals, you know, you know the, mm-hmm. the whole female Ghostbusters film, which you know was fun. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I can't remember the name of the people that are doing it, but I think they are the ones behind. I put it up. While you're looking it? that up, I will just skip ahead here because they kind of work together. You just when you get there, you just yell it out, and we'll go back. Um, Hogwarts yeah. Legacy. You told me you have not seen this trailer, even though you're a Hogwarts or Hogwarts, even though you're a Harry Potter fan, even though you're a fan of Hogwarts. Yes, I I can't find the name of the people that have done it, but the the Ghostbusters Four in One game. I I couldn't like be more excited for that. So, but and then I can't. I mean, I'm, I haven't watched the trailer for the Harry Potter game because I don't want to. I don't want it to be oversold. Sometimes you can watch a trailer for a game and you can kind of really get your hopes up for it. And, oh, this is going to look great and so good. And we've had some pretty bogus Harry Potter games in the past with you know the whole shovel-faced Hagrid and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I I don't want to spoil the illusion that this game's going to be good by. Yeah, I get that. Sean, it looks really good. <laughs> you should be. Yeah, I, I, no, I was listening. I was I always I was on, the, on the hype train. I live on the hype train. So whatever, you know? So, but I, I was level-headed. I was on the stair machine the other day in the gym, and I was listening to the Nintendo Dice podcast. And I was like, they were all like, oh, yeah, this is coming to the Switch, you know? Like, but how is it going to come to the Switch? You know, like, is all that going to fit on the car? And is it going to take ages to come? And I'm like, I was kind of literally shouting out from the step machine thinking I was listening to them live. I was like, oh my God, just a new console. It's not coming out until the end of the year. New Switch console. 
<laughs> no way. You're not getting a new console this year. You really think there's going to be a new console this year? A new, like... Yeah, I, re- I reckon you'll get something with more with better graphics. 12 months after the OLED, the, the, the OLED graphical improvements. I don't see it. All the graphical improvements that should have been in the OLED would be in there. I don't see it. And if I haven't already bet you last last uh, week, I'd bet you on this. <laughs> but listen, I can't afford to owe you two, owe you six months of Game Pass if I'm wrong. So I just got to, I got to know when to hold my cards. Um, <laughs> half a year of free gaming. I'm going for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the off chance that I'm wrong, I will not bet that, bet you on this one. But I, I just don't see, I think it's going to be in, no, no, they said it's in the card. They did. I believe they said it's on a card. Um, because yes. I was thinking it was going to be streaming. Yeah, but you're right. They did, or yeah, they said it was going to be on a cart, and so I don't know. We'll see. But they keep it could be stuff out. It, it could be like what Microsoft does sometimes with big Xbox games that you you get the disc which like holds eight, like twenty five percent of the game, and then mm-hmm. you plug it in and there's a like eighty gigabyte download. By the time you're done with the by the time you're done with the download, the switch is just like two times as large. You said it fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's <laughs> trying to squeeze Hogwarts into that somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, man, I don't. I mean, listen. I'm not a Harry. I I don't mind the movies. I've watched them. I probably watched most of them. I don't know much about the story or the lore. I don't read the books. But I mean, I love a good video game, and this one looks really fun. And so I, you know, be hard pressed not to pick it up because I'm sure it's gonna be a bunch yeah. of buzz, and there's a hype train, and I like to jump on them. Yeah, this. I think the story behind it is it's going like to the pre-Harry Potter. Like being alive kind of deal, so it's like a big prequel. Yeah, and see, I watched. It's got that. a very yeah. It's got a bully aspect to it as well as in like you, you make yeah. decisions you got to choose. So, so I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it just on that premise that mm-hmm. give me a bully, rock star make a bully. Yeah, in next gen graphics. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, this is probably the only way you're getting bully because uh, you know. They don't seem to want to make it, so uh, bully too. That is, so you know, have it, have it wizard style. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I will say that we might be picking it up just because, man, it seems like every every time we podcast, Sean, we talk about another game that's no longer coming out this year. 2023 is going to be the time for 2022 games. That's uh, that uh, that's it, I guess. Um. So Contraband, which was supposed to come out in 2022, is now delayed to 2023. I mean, listen, I know we talked about it last week. I don't mean to beat the dead horse, but man, it's looking slim for Xbox. I mean, every yeah. week, it's like another thing is just not there anymore. Uh, well, unfortunately, they kind of can't help the world events. So, you know, we dealt with the whole pandemic thing, which has probably made a lot of creating games difficult. And then you, you add into the fact that a lot of large companies are pulling out of a large eastern country yeah. for reasons they really need to pull out the country. So, you know, yeah, it's in revenue and people, manpower. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, I didn't look into this one. I know Stalkers specifically mentioned um, the war in Ukraine. Um, I don't know if if you know they specifically mentioned any particular reason why they uh they have delayed this game or not um but yeah it's just it's getting redfall has been rumored to being pushed um but has not came out and actually made it official yet um we have 
we have it, listen here's the thing this is the anchor the cornerstone of the year if this falls you can pretty much take xbox's year and throw it in the trash can and light it on fire if starfield falls at any time if starfield falls to 2023 it's done i mean this year is done for xbox you might as well just call it a day do you do you yeah. disagree with that no not at all i mean th these were like these were the big titles that they were on about stalker um starfield contraband these were all the big yeah. like multiplayer bring you in kind of stuff mm -hmm. um yeah if these fall it's they're, they're gonna have to push some big stuff out to replace it on game pass they're gonna have to like dig deep and find some some old gems that people would like for free yeah for a while yeah 100 percent. um so we shall see um hanging on to redfall and starfield at the moment um but like i said you know if starfield does fall or i don't know even if it doesn't you got hogwarts legacy that looks pretty darn cool um what did i skip i skipped something oh oh that's right uh plague tale gets a tv adaptation and we're just gonna throw in here sean now i know you said you would not watch the Halo TV show because you didn't have Paramount Plus. But now Microsoft has said, wait, wait, Sean. We heard you say you didn't have it. We are going to come to your door and back up one free month of Paramount Plus as a Game Pass perk just for you. Now will you watch Halo? <laughs> um depends if they if they drop all the episodes at once and i can binge watch it at work yes if it's a an episode a week then i probably would have to wait until they drop all the episodes and then try and binge watch it but by then i'll probably seen as much information as i possibly need to to not have to watch it so i don't know by the way, gang, I'm still on the fence. If you are listening to this, that perk goes live on the 23rd, which I believe the first episode of Halo drops on the 24th. Can't believe that timing worked out like that. That must have just been a coincidence. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, I, I would be shocked. I, and I don't know how Paramount Plus works. I've never had it. This was going to be my first month. I'm grateful to Phil for giving me a free month. That was really nice of him. Glad he heard my cry. Um um but i'd be shocked if paramount dropped them all at once because that would really like ruin it right for them i mean yeah i don't know how i don't know how many i can't remember how many shows this is going to be but for paramount plus they're just going to have all these people get a free free ride on their deal to watch this show and then everybody's gonna hop off no maybe not everybody okay i'm sorry um uh but probably a lot of people just hop hop off uh but we'll see uh, it's it's interesting to me um i i bring this up because plague tale is getting a TV adaptation, which is a Game Pass game. Uh, I believe it's still on there. They have a sequel coming up. Plague I, I don't remember that. I'm not even going to try. I'm a, I'd slaughter it. There's a sequel coming up to the Plague Tale movie. Um, it's about a sibling group that has to get out of uh, the Black Death Plague, I believe. And I don't know. I haven't played it. It's on my list. John loves it from Dads After Dark. So, um, yeah. So, But, you know, and I, I did bring it. I did. Sh I, did uh, I added John. And said, "Hey, did you see this?" And he's like, "Man, everything's getting in a a, mo uh, a show." Um, yeah, it does seem to be that way. It's like I guess they found a niche, maybe it's a niche, maybe it's not a movie, but you know what? 
a show the these shows seem to be doing fairly well sean is there a show that you would like a, a game that you would like to see made into a show um ah you put me on the spot with that one uh, da, 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 da. well i mean it game. was in the notes but i mean i'm not calling you out i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> um okay wait 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 you you think i i i will go um, because I thought of this pretty much immediately. I love the apocalyptic shows, the like, you know, end times type things. Um, so, um, I can't think, it has a name and I can't think of what those type of shows are called. Anyways, um, Fallout. I'd love to see Fallout made oh, yeah. into a TV show. I think it'd be really, I think it could be really cool. I think it could, could be a very, very, very long set of series because of all the different vaults. So yeah, that's actually quite a good one. Um, Doom. I'd like like Doom. Just the scientific research center that keeps yeah. going wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would. Yeah, that I I'd watch that. I I, I mean maybe. I just have to see how. I mean the film the, the the film with the with Dwayne the Rock Johnson was uh-huh. appalling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if they did it like I, I don't know if Netflix got hold of it and did like a whole Stranger Stranger Thing type thing with it oh, where yeah. yeah yeah there was just always on the cusp of something going wrong and mm. you, you yeah that'd be pretty cool so yeah doom doom would be my choice i like it um yeah i think i think they found a way to do these that doesn't involve um uh that doesn't involve looking at the video game and saying okay now what did this character do at this time they really have just been like okay wait somebody's already made this cool world and a lot of people like it so let's just take that cool world world and make our own story and not worry about like the actual plot of that particular video game and i can appreciate that you know why think up your own world when there's one out there that everybody loves oh, i almost knocked my drink over see i talk with my um uh so yeah i i i as long as as long as they keep knocking them out of the park which lately they have been keep making them into shows i got you know what else am i gonna do with my life except the one thing i don't ever like i don't like them doing is the opposite way around where you get a really good tv show and they make a game that follows the exact tv show mm. like stranger things oh, that, that i was trying to think of one yeah you're right yeah mm. that eight bit 16 bit like game that followed the exact um I never played it. Was it, I mean, I've watched Stranger Things. I've watched them all. Um, but I never played the video game. Was it bad? Was it yeah, so the video game follows basically the exact same story with the exact same characters, apart from you can swap and change people and stuff like that, call in and out a bit like Streets of Rage-y kind of deal. Gotcha. Or Golden Axe. See, it doesn't work either way then, which is really interesting. Like, it doesn't work to take a video game and follow the plot exactly and, and like m- like smush it into a movie. And it doesn't work the other way either to take a movie or a show and try to like smush it into a video game. It's got to be their own thing. Take the take the the where it lives and make your own story. That's what I say. Uh, that is, folks, our top stories. There's a lot going on. They're all it's all smaller stuff, but there's a lot going on. Uh, we do have we have one bit of a rumor which I thought was interesting, and you know this is kind of like one of those rumors that's like well duh um. But uh, Ubisoft is about, about in air quotes, to announce a ton of games. This is a rumor. Let me say that. This is not an official announcement. Um, Everything from Skull and Bones, which would be absolutely amazing because I love fire games. And that game has been like in limbo forever. 
to another Immortals Phoenix, which I would also love because I thought Immortals Phoenix was kind of like one of those fun games you could just kind of go around the world and just do all the random little tasks. Um, what do you think, Sean? Do you think this rumor's real? Um, it'd be nice because the print a new Prince of Persia game would like really scratch an itch for that style of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, the last one I played, I played all the ones that were on the PlayStation. Um, Sons of Time and stuff like that. So I'd be very much excited to play some more Prince of Persia. Yeah. Um, so I would be interested in um, in some of these games. Um, you know, this could actually be like our first E3 uh our first E3 deal. I mean, because when you say about, that could be, you know, that I mean, that that's only two months away, basically. So this could be, well, I guess, wait, E3 is not really happening. I just realized that, or it just dawned on me that we kind of, that's been, that's been dismantled. Hmm. I don't know that. I am not certain. Hmm. So anyways, that is our top rumor for the, uh, or that's our rumor for the, for the week. Um, we already talked about perks. Sean, sir, what have you been playing? So, yeah, the the only thing I've really been playing is Tunic and Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> so, it's been a been a hectic week since we last we were last on. Um, Friday, obviously, a day out where the family went and watched the Batman, um, and then worked the weekend. Fire training yesterday. Um. And so, like, yeah, today would have been really the only time I had to play anything. And I spent most of that cleaning the garage out. So I haven't done a right lot of gameplay. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's all I can say. Yeah. Um, Tunic was, I, I want to have a conversation about Tunic. It's hard to have a conversation that's spoiler free. And it's too early to really chat too much about it um, in the world of. Uh, in 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 how soon it has dropped so i don't want to get too i don't want to i don't want to make anybody feel like we we stepped on their toes while they're playing it um i but i will say this john hit us up in twitter with a question um in 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 a good snarky way in his good snarky way of like well what other games should they kill the fun in by making super hard um do you think this do you think this game is should be made easier and I meant to look to see if there was a, if there was a, um, like a way to, what, like a way to make it easier. I couldn't, I couldn't tell, or I didn't look. No, it's not that I couldn't tell. I just never looked. Um, what do you think? Um, no, I don't think it should be made made easier at all. Um, it's it's difficult to a point where you you can. Like a bit like Elden Ring, you come away, you do a bit of grinding somewhere else, find some items that might help you go back in it, or change your loadout or change your gameplay style. Um, so no, I don't think it's it, it's I don't think it needs making any easier. I think maybe a little bit more guidance of where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But then that's an aspect of the game that I found fun having to kind of go through the the tutorial and instruction booklet that they give you and. Like look at the annotations that end up being there. Um, so no, I know I don't think it needs any changes to it. I mean, the game's 
the, the game's dynamite. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think the bosses are like a perfect balance of difficult and varied. So you you know you don't kind of get you don't really have an item that works with every boss. You've kind of got to go back into them a couple of times and revisit things. So like that is true. Yeah. So um, like the the point that I'm at now, and we were talking about this beforehand. I am struggling because you need to be able to change items quickly sometimes. And that's that's something you can do because going into the the items menu doesn't stop the game or pause it or slow it down. It still carries on. So you've kind of got to choose your weapon, choose your gameplay style beforehand. So... Yeah, all I can say is if you feel like you're not enjoying the game because of that kind of aspect and you're finding it difficult is to either get good at the game or just persevere and you know, keep trying. Yeah, I mean, I do understand. Some people just don't want to throw their throw their you know throw their head in the wall that much, that many times to get done. It is funny how much this game is similar to Elden Ring. Okay. Um, one yeah. of, one of the things that I absolutely, and, and I mean, it's, it's as much as it's similar, it's dissimilar in as many ways, but in ways that are, that you don't normally see in a video game. Like you just mentioned one, um, Elden Ring was one of the first games that I've played. That's not like an online shooter, you know, something where you're something where there is no way to pause because everybody's moving at the same time. Um, but Elden Ring's or Elden Ring was one of the first ones where you pause the menu and Every, the world keeps living and it's like well f me man i just want to like be in my menu for a second and yes i know there i don't know if it's still there if it got patched out but there was some way to like pause the menu by bringing up a special a special i don't know a special menu inside the, one of the many menus but it it's interesting to me that tunic does that same thing i paused the menu and it was like the guy still the guy still wailing on me and it's like why why can't i pause my game like why does it matter I don't, I, I, I don't get it. It just doesn't, does not make sense to me. The only thing that makes me think of that is that if you were in a real life battle and you were up against somebody that you could kind of, can't go to them, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I, I need to choose a better weapon so I can hurt you more. So it's kind of given that re- in real time deal, like effect kind of thing to it. So Yeah, and I will say Tunic has that same bit of like hey same with elden ring where it's like you can have multiple weapons at your ready you get to choose three different weapons or potions or whatever at your ready when you go in there but man if you want to change one of those three yeah you got to hit that lr button and around and make it go to the and then hit it again and by that time you're probably dead um yeah so yeah i mean what genre for this game where would you stick it because I think it's got also, so many aspects to me. Um, <laughs> it's got so many aspects because it's got the whole, it's got an RPG aspect for me. It's got a puzzle aspect. It's got uh, Metroidvania. It's roguelike. We've got, you know, it's a bit of a dungeon crawler. Just where does it fit? Because I don't like, I, I, don't, I, I don't like that we have, the ability to name games like ah, oh, so you know, you usually have your first-person shooters, mm. you have your puzzles, you have mm. this. This is a like a top-down 3D 
roguelike RPG puzzle. <laughs> it, yeah, actually, it's, it's, it just touches everything. Yeah, I mean, you, you just got a couple more there. You're almost there. You just need a couple more, a couple more puzzle, a couple more genres, and you're almost there. No, you're right. And the uh, um, the cool thing is they do they do such a good job with these. You know, sometimes it's like, well, yeah, yeah you know, there's some RPG elements. Nobody has an idea of what the hell's going on with them, but you know, they're there. Or you know, it's like, well, there's some puzzles. Let me tell you, people. In the back half of this game, I don't want to give anything away, but in the back half of this game, these puzzles are some of the most complex puzzles that I have ever seen. I guided my way to a finish on this thing. I will not lie. Um, uh, hey, hey, thanks for thanks for chatting. I love fish so much. Appreciate appreciate you hopping in. Um, and my only other nitpick that I brought up to you, Sean, that I wanted to say, uh, is that my the combat is pretty darn amazing until you have multiple things around you that you z-target and it, the z-target is not very intuitive it's almost like so like if your character's backing up and his back is closest to like a, a tune fork that you can that you can z-target even though you're facing your enemy if you press to target it's like it targets whatever is closest to you not what you're facing and I think that I think that's just something they can patch really quick, but it makes it makes battling multiple enemies around you very frustrating because it's like all of a sudden I'm not looking at my guy. I'm expecting he's going to Z target what I'm pointing at, but he hasn't. He's Z targeted something behind him and he's turned around and now I'm getting waylaid from the back. And so I think that's I think they need to work on that game mechanic and kind of make it a little bit more crisp and smooth. But um, the, other than that, I think the combat's pretty awesome. Yeah, and you you had so last week you were talking about the issue that you had that you got into a position that you got stuck in the game and you oh, reached out to the developer. Wow, I effed this up. My apologies, Finji, who is the developer of this game. I mean, kinda. Okay, so you go into this area and you're on this island. It, you you get teleported onto this island. There's, there there seems to be no way off of this island. You have a tuning fork which you can do something with, but I don't want to give anything away, so we're just going to go there. And a tree. That's all you have on this island. Now, the item I needed to progress, I did not have with me. I, I had found a way to get there without getting the item. My bad. I did not know. I'm just going to say this right now because I've actually seen a couple of posts about people being like, I'm stuck. If you pray in front of the tree, the tree opens up, and swallows you back to where you you teleported from. This is the there's nothing pointing to the tree. This is the only time they use this mechanic. So I don't know. My bad for not realizing it. I lost like five hours of gameplay. I literally restarted by the time uh, Finji got back to me and said, "Yeah, there's a way to get there. You just gotta keep praying about it." That's exactly what they told me, by the way. <laughs> It was so good. <laughs> See, I don't know. I, I like the, the fact that you, managed, you you reached out to the developer, and the developer got back to you and was like, "Hey, just just do this, and you sound that that for me is what I love is the thing I love about indie developers that mm -hmm. the, you know they're not big conglomerates that they'll yeah. probably just have a million and one messages. This guy kind of like, ah, oh, this guy's stuck with my game. Let's help him out so he can carry on playing yeah. my game." But he didn't be like, hey, there's a tree and you just got to do this. No, he was just, and that's all I really needed was somebody to just say, yeah, just keep searching. And I just loved the end. 
just keep praying about it. I was like, all right, all right, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. I got to <laughs> I gotta pray somewhere. I get you. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really did appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, it's on me. Um, but I did I did figure it out, and or I, after they told me, I figured it out. And, um, so, yeah, I, I've beat it. Sean's on the on the path to beating it. And uh, we'll give it a little bit more time, and then we'll probably do a spoiler episode because I'd love to chat with Sean about this game. And maybe somebody, if anybody else beats it uh, before then, about like the the ins and outs. Hey, I do want to give a shout out. Speaking about beating games, okay? Hambone Johnny is on is on chat with us, and today, Hambone Johnny became the Elden Lord. The Pumpkin Boy himself has made himself the Elden Lord, and in like sixty nine hours, which I think might be a tribute to John, I don't know. In sixty nine hours, beat Elden Ring. God bless him. I'm never probably going back. I thought I was going to, and then I and then I I read through his journey on Discord, and I just don't think I'd have it in me. There's just it's just not. No. So the the pumpkin boy has become the pumpkin king. Yes, so, that's true. All hail the pumpkin king. Yeah, he is, man. So kudos to him. I mean that that's not easy by any stretch. That's a feat. So congrats, man. Congrats. Yeah. Um, I mean, does that mean now I can I can take the game back now? Somebody's finished it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that game's, the game makes me cry. There, there's a conversation we can have maybe on another podcast about um, about uh, if an S is worth it when you want to return a game. But you obviously had to buy it digital. <clears throat> um, probably would have made my money back in a couple games. Oh, one more thing I want to talk about, Tunic. And also that's similar with Elden Ring. We had a couple people respond. I asked about this. Almost forgot, which would have made me, fe- would have made me feel really bad. Um... How do you feel about, in Elden Ring and Tunic, they both do this. You buy these blue potions. They cost 150 gems. Not the end of the world, okay? But they cost 150 gems apiece. I needed these things to beat this boss. I expend them all. I die. The boss kills me, okay? I go back. I don't have any freaking blue potions anymore because I used them. They don't get replenished just because I die. You use them, they're gone. Is that fair? Like, is that, like... You know, it's like, if I go back to my old save, can't I have my old stuff back? I've died. What do you think? <laughs> no, see, I I like that mechanic because that, again, then makes you think about, okay, I have these items and these items are really cool. They're really powerful. And they will really help kill this boss. But there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> so it's like... Do I do I wait? Do I do I take him with me and into the next fight after that? So, like I have those like the sticks of dynamite, the the candy canes of dynamite that I call them. Um, I think I have about twelve or thirteen of those at the moment stored up. Yeah. Um, and I refuse to use them because they are so sometimes they're so hard to come by. That's the problem. This is how I finish the game now. It's like, I'm not going to use this. I could die, and then I won't have them. So I'm not going to use them. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I won. Oh, I never used those things. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Like, this, <laughs> this mechanic makes this happen, this anxiousness, anxiety about, should I use them? I can't use them. If I use them, I'm going to... I mean, I remember when I, when I played Elden Ring, I found these cool daggers, and I fought this boss, and I threw them all at him, and then I died, and I came back, and I'm like, getting those ba- daggers back. Oh, they're gone. Oh, well... F me. Okay, well, there you go. You know? So it's like, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I get it. I see it. It's, it's, it's not like, 
it's a game mechanic is what it is. So it's by no means an issue uh, in that sense. But uh, I do want to read Hambone Johnny in Discord uh, responded, said, I think it is okay if the game provides a relatively easy way to restock, but I see it the other way too. You come back to life. Why not your items too? Um, I can appreciate that. I agree. For me, it's more like this anxiety of like, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. Oh, I never used it. <laughs> like that's what ends up happening. Yeah. I think that's why in the game they make them, they, they give you an item that you have the ability that when you die, obviously you get all your health potions back. So they're giving you, they give you an item that kind of flips that so you can use it for magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also the, there are 150 gems. You can get 150 gems by killing maybe 10 enemies. So that's it. Gives you the play factor that it forces you to go back a bit to come forwards. Mm-hmm. So. That's true in phase one of this game. In phase <laughs> two, it's a little less true, but we won't say any more about that. Um, uh, and then Tim also, New Prime 33, and Dad himself responded and said, Ugh, maybe why I don't care for roguelite. Like, if I am starting back where I was before, where I saved it, then give me my stuff back. I'm on Team Tim. We're going to go with that. Um, uh, so I that's what I say. Give me my stuff back, man. Then maybe I'd actually use more of it. Uh, anything else on that? No, I'm pretty good. I, I mean, I need to go and finish this. this is, uh, the, like a game that I'm going to finish this year. I'm going to play it. Because I like the music. I like the gameplay. I like the art style. The, it, it hits all the notes for me. So mm-hmm. There's a choice to be made. And... Um, I will be very interested to know the choice you make. Uh, it will, it will, it, it, I don't know. It's just, I just find it interesting. One choice, especially since if you're a skilled gamer, uh, one choice will be much easier than the other. And so I will be very interested to see which choice you take. Um, but I won't say any more than that. Um, we got to... Where did we get this? Who did? Who gave us this question, Sean? <laughs> what What do we call the Xbox streamy thing? Yeah. I think it was Frosticles. What so, J- yeah, he, yeah, he went. So, Frosticles in the chat, in the Discord chat with us. Um, what do you call? What do you think they'll call the Xbox dongle thing? We think is coming. A practical name, and what would you call it? Um, well, let's read, let's read Hambone's last, because I don't think I can do any, any, any more justice than Hambone did it. Um. X-Dong. <laughs> oh, you were going to last. I said last. Yes, Hambone called it the X-Dong. Um, you know. I don't think it needs to be any other name. I think Phil kind of needs to go and say, hey, look, we, we have a, a, like, well, Elon Musk has literally just trademarked the word sexy. So why can't Microsoft Gaming trademark the x dong they can and they probably will hopefully it still just looks like a normal stick and they don't do anything else with it because that would probably be a step too far (laughs) um uh so they'll probably call it the cloud stick if you want it if you want my cloud stick that's what i think they'll call it stick it in a cloud um make it rain i don't know um yeah they'll probably just call it the x clouds they gotta have x in there right this is the whole this is the whole thing. Um, yeah. XTV. Well, that's what they'll call the TV when it comes out. I don't think the TV will yeah. be out yet. I think it's going to be a stick, and then it's going to be an app for a TV. And then, yes, I think 
I don't think this year, but I think at some point they will. Uh, at some point, you will see an Xbox. That would are you, are you, you you've thinking along the lines of like Sky Glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. Um, yeah, X Dong for the win. We can't beat that handbone. You you got it. Um, uh, but yeah, really, I think they'll call it like the X Cloud Stick or something lame. Um. I'm trying to think how they could f it up, you know, like like not have it be like a name like that, but just like kind of like the the Xbox One, the Xbox Sad or whatever whatever they called that, the all digital Xbox S all digital. So it came out to be the Xbox Sad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, but yeah. Hey, I really uh, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who gave us comments and questions man we love them we appreciate them we will always try to read them on cast uh uh we appreciate you guys and you guys make doing this i mean we'd be here and we'd chat to a wall but you guys make doing it a ton more fun so <laughs> yeah um, so what me and nick what me and nick have learned over the last three years of making podcasts together is we can literally just chat shit for hours so right. thanks for giving us some direction because otherwise you right. we would just literally talk to rubbish about xbox yeah. for about an hour and a half every week yep yeah we really <laughs> so, appreciate it Thanks for giving How strange it is that I met a man on the other side of the world that can talk as much as me about games is unreal. <laughs> uh, so true. Um, do you want to take what's on the horizon and all that jazz? Yeah, so breaking news for games that are out this week. Um, a list of three games, which I have absolutely no idea about because I, <laughs> when I looked at the names and then went and looked at the artwork, I didn't want to watch the trailer. But you've got Tainted Grail that's just released Zero Escape and non Ari Games and Kraken Academy. Um, I believe somebody in the community got quite excited about Kraken Academy. I think it was some of the guys from Dads After Dark. Um, but other than that, there's, there's nothing really of great interest for me for this week. Um, I just like to say, Tainted Grail is supposed to be a Souls like, so I'm sure Hambone's ready to take on another one of those. It's <laughs> just gonna jump right in, right to the next one. <laughs> Why not? The man's all about the grind. I, I mean, he plays some of the hardest Zelda games on the stream and then plays Elden Ring on stream. It's just constant ball of difficultness for him. Um, as for things that are on the horizon, we've got some new news. A memoir blue is coming March 24th, and Chinatown Detective Agency will be available April 7th. Um, again, I, I struggle when I've I, I got a couple of days of work strung together and I don't get a chance to get to my phone to look at the videos of these things. So Yeah, I don't know what memoir blue is, but Chinatown Detective Agency, I mean, it's pretty much what you're, you're, you're putting together detective agency to solve this big conspiracy in Chinatown. It kind of... It kind of describes itself. Um, yeah, I like, I like you when games do that. <laughs> um, and as for old news, there's not much that uh, has changed from there apart from old news. Um, there hasn't anything been cancelled in this list of things. Um, I'm looking forward to the F1 2021 coming out because, uh, I don't know, if you're a fan of the F1 and you follow it, the, the race at the weekend was freaking ace. Um, well worth a watch. Good result for... For Ferrari, so yep. interesting. The the promises that were made with those cars this year have come true. So 
And as for a list of games that are leaving this week, um, they are saying with March 31st, we'll see Madden NFL 20 disappear, Narita Boy and Shadow Warrior 2. Uh, April 11th sees Destiny 2 leave the, the docket of games that are there. And April 18th, we'll see F1 2019 disappear. Um, golden Ticket, again, still no change there. March 1st, uh, the 31st sees the Flaming Flood, which I think is one that Nick wanted to pick up. Mm-hmm. Street Power Soccer is available until April 15th. Um, that's kind of like a stripped-back version of Sensible Soccer. If you ever played that on the Mega Drive, I believe it was, and the PlayStation. And SpongeBob's True Fast Square, which I picked up because who doesn't love a take-your-brain-out place, SpongeBob and laugh to the silly jokes kind of game is available until the end of the month. Hey, I didn't ask you. Are you uh, are you a Kirby guy coming out this Friday? Are you picking up Kirby on the Switch? Uh, I've got it pre-ordered. Um, yeah, I probably will this Friday. What have we got on at the weekend? We're going to the beach on Saturday. Um, God bless you. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go. Depending on what time I get up on Friday, I'll either pick it up Friday or I'll pick it up Sunday because I won't pick it up Sunday because it's Mother's Day. So I best not go and purchase a game on the summer of us day because that won't go down very well at all um about that your guys's mother's day is a month before our mother's day no yeah a month and a half so Yo, yeah i've got a pre-packed weekend so i might leave my pre-order until monday um but you're going to pick it up your regard no yeah i'm going to pick it i enjoyed the i enjoyed the demo enough to want to play the game um, I think it's something that Logan would probably appreciate playing as well. It's easy enough. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of need to get a game that's got the 3D open world kind of aspect where you can wander around a little bit mm-hmm. and jump on enemies. But that isn't very difficult because trying to watch him play Mario Kart is painful. and I can't get him to come away from the fact that he has to make it go and he has to kind of steer it. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, surprisingly, I think this might be one my daughter's really interested. Um, a lot of times when we, when Noah and I are playing Minecraft or whatever we're we're into, um, she will be like, "Hey, can I get on Noah's Switch and play the demo?" She's played that demo probably three or four times. Um, so I I think she'll be really into this one. So we'll be picking it up Friday and probably diving right in. Uh. So it's a little chaos because there's only you know there's three of us that want to play there's there's only two players so we do this like this ten minute rotate thing where the controllers just kind of rotate around us in three of us um, but that's fun she uh, she really loves it and uh, and so I'm I'm excited to see her get into like to be excited for her like first game she's asked me a couple times like is it out is it out yet um, so, <laughs> so so this will be like her first game. Which is ironic because it was Kirby's All Star Allies, which was Noah's first game that he really like. He really dove into. So, yeah, they they, they, they are a pretty easy game to get into. Which is why I want to try and get Logan to do it. I want to get him used to the analog stick function and stuff like that. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's four years old and he's only just got around the idea that he can touch an iPad screen. It's not just a screen for watching stuff. So. Which has become blatantly and painfully obvious because now all he does is scroll through YouTube watching Super Mario versus Sonic style shorts that people make. I love it. Um, 
Um, I did, however, and this is where I have an issue with YouTube, and I kind of need to look into this a little bit. But he's he, <laughs> I turned around and he was he had his headphones on. He's got these cute little like Batman headphones. He was watching something uh, while I was making dinner. I turned around. It was twenty five ways to kill Yoshi, and it was somebody that was just had a load of the Yoshi plushes and was just like destroying them. And I was kind of like, oh, it's okay. inappropriate for you to watch. So yeah. all right, I thought it was like they were jumping into like holes and or getting eaten by like bowser or whatever but no this is like now at one point this guy just drove a lawnmower straight over a plush i was okay. like all right yeah yeah i see the problem there okay yeah. <laughs> that issue i have uh i've heard the dads talk about that uh like youtube for kids is is not always the best censored and i've heard that online no. as well. and, and the app's really not very it's good it's good because it's made it's made for kids but it doesn't work like YouTube does, and yeah, I found it difficult. I found it difficult and annoying to navigate around. So, I think the only thing I can do is maybe make him a, a Google account, log it in on his iPad, and kind of set it to basically he's not really allowed to watch much. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but he likes watching that. He likes watching the Minecraft, um, like Minecraft ones where. They have all like, the crossovers and the skins and stuff like that. So I don't want to limit him too much because it, it's nice and it's interesting and he, he's kind of getting his interest into video games. So mm-hmm. but sure. it's doing it in a kid-friendly way. Yeah, so. I like it. All right, man. That's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I really want to go and play more Mario Kart, but I should go to sleep because I'm up in like five hours. <laughs> But uh, no, good, good, good show. Nice to have people in the chat. Um, apologies if I, did, I think it was Cosmic Sugar. Cosmic Sugar, yeah, that sounds good enough to me. Cosmic Sugar, who said there's an issue with the Echo. Um, I am slowly working on getting a bit of a better room to, to sit in and record. Because the kitchen isn't great. Um, but, you know, it's... One o'clock in the morning in the UK, and I have three kids and a wife. So I don't. I, nobody wants to wake them up and make them angry. So yeah. you deal with them then. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we had this. We always had this rule when Logan was born that if you wake him, you take him. Yeah. And that's because like uh-huh. we had a teenage daughter at the time, and she was like known for slamming doors and stuff. And we always just used to say, "You wake him, you take him. If he, if you wake him up, he's yours for the night." That's right. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, I'll roll. I'll roll us out. Um, we've we got a game that we've talked about on much Tunic. this week. Tunic, yeah. Let me very Tunic quickly while we. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna cue us up for a. I should sorry. Yeah. I should have probably been on that. Yeah, me too. But cubic. I can't spell tunic. Starts with a T and ends with a unic. Mm, wow. You know, I didn't really mean for that to roll the way it did, but uh, it, it <laughs> rolled that way. So there it is. It's done now. <laughs> okay. So, do, 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 channel. I like doing this. I like. Uh, it's chaos. There we go. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I shall roll this out with the outro. Do, do, do where I can get that up.
So as always, the socials for us are at Game Pass News. That's over at Twitter, YouTube, or Twitch. If you're listening to us via a podcast app and you have the ability to give us some stars, some feedback, some likes, please do so because that helps us get up there. Um, if you want to join in the Discord action, talk to us there. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads. Little as a dollar a month gets you all access to our area of their Discord. Also, subscribe to the Twitch channel and you're in. Thanks very much for Hambone, Johnny. And the two new chats, I love fish so much, 999 and Cosmic Sugar for jumping in on the live chat. And until next time, we shall see you later.